Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. If you listened to yesterday's, yesterday's, if you listened to last week's episode, I mentioned that it was going to be something that I don't think that Eric had uh, heard of yet. Um, and I think a lot of you maybe have not heard of it, depending on what podcasts you listen to. Um, and so I will say this deep dive is a little trickier because there is not a whole lot of diving uh, into it in the sense that there's not a, a, a whole lot of information um, because it's, like I said, still, it seems to be st- still fairly new. Um, well, I, I, we'll kind of get into it um, because it has similarities of other, I'll say, phenomenon. So it's like, is it just like a branch of these other phenomenon or is it its own thing? So um, I think it's pretty interesting. A, a lot of, of what I'm going to kind of go over today is also experiences that people had um, that kind of laid the foundation for, I guess, these this phenomena. And yeah, I'll, I'll share as much as I know. I've, I've heard countless experiences or been listening to this different podcasts and YouTubes and stuff like that. Um, so there's a lot of experiences out there. It's just, I'll say this phenomenon never had a name and mm. yeah, we'll get into it, but yeah. Alrighty. But I know well, you have some stuff to share. Yeah. But before we do that, uh, I want to let you guys know that last week, if you, if you didn't want well, see our reels or see us on Facebook, see or check out our Facebook or anything like that, uh, last week we did do an episode with Generation X Paranormal Podcast. Um, it was on all their social media or all their uh, anywhere you can find their um, their podcast, and they also have a YouTube channel. So if you want to see the video of that, you can go check that out. Um, and also this Thursday, November the second, we will be doing which is tomorrow yeah. for you guys. Uh, tomorrow we'll be doing a live with them on YouTube as well. So uh, if you want to go it's in the there before. into the chat. Oh, no, Thursday. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, day after. It's tomorrow. <laughs> um, if you want to go in, I think you can go into the chat and share your stories if you want. Um, but they also have their email, which is info at gxparanormal.com. If you have any Dia de los Muertos or Day of the Dead, uh, stories that you want to share uh, maybe you set up an altar or you know anything around that time where you had family visit you somebody that had already passed away or something like that or if you want to share one of your family member stories uh, with their permission obviously uh, you can go ahead and send it to that email or join us on the live and uh, share it with us there so just want to get that out of the way because uh, I feel like it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun experience. Yeah, it's definitely something we've never done before. And um, I know we kind of talked about trying to do some new things with the podcast as well. So if this is not super nerve wracking or if it's, you know, something fun that we can you know start doing or something similar. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's going to be a good time for sure. Um, so yeah, that was, it was, that was a fun thing that we did. Um, yeah. kind of excited to, to do this, um, nervous as well, cause it's going to be live. Um, but yeah, so if y'all haven't checked out the episode, definitely go check it out. 
And if you have checked out the episode, tune in tomorrow for that uh, live at the GX Generation X Paranormal uh, YouTube channel. Oh, so I, there's a couple things actually that I wanted to share. So the first thing was Ruth just sent me this thing about a Nawal sighting, mm-hmm. apparently. I think I want to leave it for maybe high uh, current event oh, or, okay. or high strangeness. Um, I mean, if I start to notice that we're getting too far away from, you know, around these t- dates or whatever, I might mm-hmm. just go ahead and uh, say it on the podcast at some point. But it was kind of kind of weird, kind of interesting. Um, and then, um, yeah, I'm going to tease it. Sorry guys. (laughs) Um, the other thing that I want to share was a video that was sent to us by one of our listeners. Oh yeah. Um, well you have to remember to put it in the show notes so that people can see it. So the listener that sent us that was, uh, Gabe Vidueta. Sorry if I messed up your last name, Gabe. (laughs) But he sent it in. It was super interesting because as soon as I saw it, it reminded me of something that Michelle and I have shared on the podcast before. So I don't know if you all have ever heard uh, or if you've listened and you and you heard our story about one time our grandmother uh, going to buy some cigarettes. She went into this little convenience store shop that was there by her house Uh you know, we parked the car, got went inside. She was buying her cigarettes. We came out and we looked up into the sky. It was a nighttime and we see these kind of sparkling balls in the sky kind of dancing around each other. Like, you know, in. Well, the way like, that. You, yeah. You had described them. I think you're describing them now because we have a little bit of a reference. But the way you had originally described them was like uh, Tinkerbell. Yeah. Like when. T- huh yeah, yeah yeah. i'm just i'm just saying like oh. if again if, if people yeah hadn't heard or whatever you had said oh, that okay. it looked like um and the original i guess animated peter pan tinkerbell and she's just kind of like a ball of light and she has that tail like a comet of like sparkly fairy dust i guess mm-hmm. um but sorry you were saying no 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 yeah that's so yeah, that's that is how I described the last time was like Tinkerbell basically, and like two little Tinkerbells like flying around each other, like twisting and you know playing with each other in this playing in the, like in the sky, chasing like, each other, chasing each They're other in the sky, chasing yeah. each other in the sky. Yeah. Um. So when he sent us this video, like I opened it and immediately got drawn back to that memory, and I was like, "Holy shit! This almost looks exactly like what we saw before." Um, so I showed it to Michelle. I had looked at some of the comments, but I guess I didn't go down far enough. Um, and you know, I showed it to Michelle and she said basically the same thing, like, uh, or that, or that, um, in the comments, people were saying they were actually skydivers. Um, I actually ended up seeing another video and I forgot to save it. I don't know if it was on TikTok or if it was on Instagram, but it was two other angles of the same oh, thing. The same thing. Yeah. Oh. Um, and in the comment section, they were saying that, um, below that occurrence was a, a football, I think it was a football stadium. Oh. So it could have been skydivers, uh, you know, doing a night jump with, uh, flares and stuff like that. Um, 
I guess, and and I know you said it 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 it, it, tra- it could track that could track because they do seem to be going down in like a downward trajectory, and then they do kind of like glide uh, horizontally, and you don't really ever see them actually go up. If you notice. Well- Oh no no! I mean, yeah, that's that was kind of one of the reasons why why I always go to the comment section of like any video because I just I need people to, yeah, give me ideas of what it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw that, and so then I started googling, um, you know, uh, oh my god, parachuters, skydivers, Sky sorry, skydivers with flares, and I'm like, okay, that that kind of looks like it, but. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I'll just say that's that's probably what it was. And, yeah, I saw in the comments someone said that there was a, a stadium or something underneath. Uh, but I, I felt like it, they were moving pretty chaotically compared to some mm-hmm. of the other videos that I was seeing. And and that's not to say that I did, like, two hours worth of research and was just watching a whole bunch of videos. I didn't. I maybe, like, total looked at, like, three videos. Um, so take that for whatever it is. But it... Like the the initial like start of the the clip that he sent us or the video, there is two off to the I guess right of the screen that looked like they were dancing around each other. And I maybe I'm just wanting to imagine it now, or I have to go back and watch it. But it looked like one of them went in an upper direction. But I don't know if you can like catch wind and kind of yeah you know glide up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they 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 do definitely have like a downwards tra- trajectory. Um, I mean, I think yeah. you, I think you can, like, especially like if you get like enough momentum going down, and then you can kind of swoop up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's paragliders that use actual, like, yeah, not the same kind of parachutes. Like they're designed to do different things, but like people actually like basically fly with their parachutes. So like when they have the, I mean, like a flying squirrel, like those, like almost like wings or those, yeah. Yeah, they also have those uh, the wingsuits. So I still want it like it's it's it. Seeing it just triggered the memory for me again, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That felt like exactly what I was seeing. Uh, the comment section kind of was like, "I was like, damn it, man! It makes so much <laughs> sense. It's it could be that uh, yeah. they were very. There was some points where they were super chaotic, and like I." But I don't know what parachuters or skydivers can do, you know, with their parachutes and how close they can, you know, fall next to each other, like with the parachute yeah. already open. And, and how, flares. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. So it was a crazy looking video. Uh, we're going to try and share that for you guys when we post, you know, when we post the the Wednesday. Thing for, yeah. For the wet for the episode or today. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. um. It was crazy, yeah. Uh, so I'm still kind of hoping it's it was it was something else. But even if it was skydivers, it and and the thing is too about what we saw, we do have an airport and it is kind of close by to where Grandma lives. But there's, I don't think what we would have seen that day would have been parachuters. Yeah, I, I'll say like again, e- like you're saying, even if. Even if the video is skydivers, I feel like that is the closest representation of like what we saw mm-hmm. um, that I have been able to find on the internet so yeah. far. Um, so even just from like a visual standpoint of like, oh, what did you guys see? What did it look like? I would like point you to that video as a um, reference, almost. Yeah, 
exactly. I almost feel like they were smaller, but I guess it kind of just depends no. on like were yeah, they about yeah. that size? No, no, no. You're right. Oh, they, they were they smaller, did right? Seem, they did seem smaller because they even and, there, like as far away as they are, they seem pretty big. And I yeah, like, when I remember what we saw seemed fairly much smaller, like, much smaller than that. Yeah, and almost more. I, I want to use the word petite because or like delicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More petite and delicate. Was, it was like because you could see a distinct ball with like a, a little yes, yeah. trail. The, yeah. So, yes, watch this video in the sense that like that's the closest representation, but also keep in mind that, yeah, it was like smaller, daintier. Um, and I don't think that even if we got further away from like, let's say, like these skydivers, I don't think that would have made it look more like what we saw mm-hmm. um, because there wasn't like you mentioned that like fine point of light that little tiny ball of light in the center that that's kind of what was missing that was like brighter than the you know the tail or the rest of it I guess yeah honestly dude and that's why it like bugs me so much that it uh, this stupid thing that I saw in the sky was fucking SpaceX because <laughs> no because it, it 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 looked like that where it had like that super bright point of light and like an aura around it mm-hmm. but I mean yes we've already you know debunked that that was SpaceX and like I said even when I saw it I'm like this is moving in too straight of a line like UFOs don't do this mm-hmm. <laughs> so um and yeah so I don't know but it was it was nice to kind of see something that represents you know what what we had kind of seen oh and then going back to going back about the airport being nearby like i'm trying to think because if we like did we ever have air shows i feel like we did but we did but there were i don't think there were ever night air not at night yeah exactly yeah i don't think so i was just yeah no and i don't i i couldn't tell you what time of year it was I, and I, I could be wrong about the night air shows, but I always remember the air shows being during the day. So I don't think it would have been like night skydivers. Night. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't I don't think so either. Um again, mostly because of that like point of light that we that was in the center and because of how delicate it was or a petite mm-hmm. small. I don't again, I don't really know how to what the best way to describe that as, but yeah. Maybe one of these days I can draw it. Maybe. Paint it. That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, actually, I just realized, because as we were talking, we were talking about UFOs and speed and stuff like that. I remembered I saw another video and I was like, wait, who sent me that? Gabe also sent this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, of the UFO. Did you see that one? Um, I don't know. It was like, it's a video. It's supposedly, it's Fort Lauderdale, Florida, August 2023. Um, the thing says UFO captured flying over 2000 miles per hour during a storm. I don't know how fast, I don't know how they calculated the speed, but, uh, it is somebody pointing out into like, maybe like a bay area or like, um, into the water and there's lightning Mm. going off in the background in the clouds. And all of a sudden you just see something streak across the sky. Yeah. And then they, they slow it down. Oh, okay. I was about to try street. and yeah. <laughs> slow it down myself. No, they slow it right there. They slow it down again, and you can see it just streak across the sky. So, I don't know. That was kind of weird, too. Oh, I yeah. don't. I didn't check the comments for that one. Maybe some weather person has explanation for what that is. 
Um, but it's definitely interesting. Someone said it's the headlight reflection off the camera lens. Uh, you know what? Yep, that could be it. Let me see. Debunked. Because. Well, I don't know, though. Cause because the first car passes yeah, by and, and you there's don't nothing. see it. And then second, third, fourth car passed by. Unless that one was just perfect. But the second? I feel like the first one also. Because it Would does kind of track something. with that second car. Yeah. But the first one didn't do anything, and the second it's when the second car passes that you see that thing streak across. So, I mean, could be. The only thing that I can, you know, think of as far as, like, to kind of go along with, like, yeah, it's the car thing, is um, maybe it's, like, a matter of, because the first car, may, it looked like an older car, so maybe it's, like, a regular bulb versus the mm. second one looks a little newer, and it's, like, LED. Like, I don't know if maybe that maybe. might make a difference. And again, guys, like, please keep sending us these videos. Like, we we love, like, we're not trying to just debunk just to, like, be assholes. Like, we're just, you know, trying wanna... to cover our bases. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, the, the video of, like, the, even if they are skydivers, like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of needed cool that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, again, I swear, and... like, when I saw it, I literally texted Michelle, Sissy, you need to go check out this video <laughs> that Gabe sent us. And yeah, like literally in all caps with exclamation marks because yeah, it just like looked so close to what we saw that night that it was it was it was crazy. It was cool. Yeah, for sure. But. So now getting into something that happened on the twenty eighth, we ended. Oh. Uh, I went out with my uh, wife, her uh, brothers and sisters, and a cousin of hers. Oh. Uh, we went out. We had a little bit of drinks costumed it up you know <laughs> i was wreck it ralph with a beard and a mohawk uh-huh uh my niece said that i should have shaved my beard no i said your aunt would not allow that <laughs> um only did that once for a costume and i was told never to shave my beard again oh my God. <laughs> oh, um, that's fine i i don't like my face without a beard anyway so I, it's, if it makes I you feel any better, Carlos isn't allowed to either. So. Oh, okay. Um, he, he trimmed it down super short once. And I was like, why'd you do that? And he's like, oh, it was like an accident. I don't know why. I was like, it's just never. Let's just be more careful next time we trim. <laughs> 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 but no, now oh, he gets man. it professionally done by his. his uh, Barber. It was no stylist, I guess. Oh. Because she cuts all hair. Yeah, yeah. She like trims them up real nice, shapes it. But yeah, so it's like let's just leave that to Irishka. That's hilarious. Well, um, so yeah. Anyway, dude, I okay. So I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit tipsy. Tipsy. I, I you know, you're feeling I good. You're drunk. feeling good. Yeah, I was feeling good. Yeah. Uh, there were people that were way more drunk than I was. So, um, dude. Okay, so we get to the house. I have to pissed like a racehorse and uh the other restrooms were already occupied so uh my brother-in-law had told me earlier earlier in the the evening hey just go to this restroom uh we because they had just built uh they turned their they turned their garage into um a basically a little apartment you know minus Mm -hmm. a kitchen but it has a bathroom it has a closet and you know a spot for you know a bed it's pretty nice mm-hmm. and they did it themselves 
Uh, and so his partner tells me, uh, just go ahead and use that, the, the other restroom. It's okay. And I said, does it work already? And he's like, yeah, it works. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mind you, this was like eight, nine, maybe close to, yeah, it was like about nine, nine o'clock, maybe closer to 10. Mm-hmm. So I go pee before we go out. Um, we come back. It's like maybe three in the morning. Um, and like I said, the other two restrooms were already occupied. So I had to go really bad. I go into this room again and I see a luggage. I see luggage on the, on the floor. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? And the light was off. I turned on the light. There's a couch, a bed. Uh, there's a dresser. Uh, there's oh a dude God. in the bed laying down and dude he literally he legit the what like just because he he didn't have a shirt on but he, he so but he was like laying with his head to the side but he looked almost exactly like one of the people that was with us like my uh wife's cousin's husband uh-huh keep track of that so he was um so i see him i was like wait how the fuck did he beat me i how did he get how did he get in here so fast uh-huh. and get like undressed and into bed and where the fuck did the bed come from because literally when we left, there was no bed or anything in here. Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. Dude, I swear, like, I had the light on and I was staring at him for, like, like I, I, I feel like it was five seconds. It might have been longer. <laughs> he never woke up or anything. So I was like, I- I'm tripping balls, dude. Like, I- I'm freaking out. Like, I'm. Someone drugged I'm, me. <laughs> yeah, somebody drugged me. I'm in another fucking universe or some shit turn off the lights i go back inside and i go to my brother-in-law i was like dude i'm i'm fucking tripping out and he was like what what's going on and i said i just walked into the garage and there's like a whole room set up and there's somebody laying in a bed and he goes oh yeah dude somebody just moved in i was like when the fuck did they move in dude we left like at 10 and he goes yeah 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 he like while we were out he was moving in i was like okay what? Oh All my right. gosh, <laughs> dude! It was, uh, dude. I swear to God, I thought I was. Oh I, my gosh. dude, I almost started having a panic attack. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, what's going on? Like, Alternate just imagine universe? being, cut. yes, just yeah. imagine being yeah, a little, yeah. you know. Oh, dude! Drunk. Don't even get me started. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. It was crazy, dude. I, I tripped yeah, out so bad. But yeah, and then the last thing I'll share before we start this deep dive because we're already yes. half an hour in. Yeah. Uh, so I was at my mother in law's house. Uh, this was before that. This is maybe la- I think it was last Monday actually. Um, same bathroom, dude. Light was off. Uh, I was washing my hands in that sink, uh-huh. and I was looking in the mirror. Is this the one that you don't like? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I was looking in the mirror. I and I and I did start thinking about scrying. Like, just uh-huh. thinking about the word scrying. Again, yeah. this is why I'm afraid to use a Ouija, a Ouija board. board. Uh, <laughs> Noted. I started thinking about scrying. And as I'm washing my hands, like, I'm looking into the mirror. But, like, I'm looking at the uh, bottom corner. So, like, where my arm is. Uh-huh. Shit you not, dude. I swear I saw somebody, like, if somebody was standing behind me. And oh, then I look, yeah. like, I looked away because I was like, no, no, no. And then I looked yeah. back. And then I could see light again. Like, nobody was there. So like I almost felt like somebody was standing behind me, and I'm so I'm washing my hands, right? I mm-hmm. finish washing my hands, step out into the living room area, the fucking light bulb goes out. Oh. 
so the light goes out. you out. Gets better. Oh my god! Okay. The light bulb goes out. I'm getting chills. The light bulb goes out. And my, and mind you, they they have had issues with that light. You know how like yours kind of mm. flickers on. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Okay, so they were having it, they've been yeah they've been having issues with that light to where it goes out sometimes and they just because later on in the evening it it was fine. I don't know at what point it turned back on. Walk out of the living room because my my mother in law was gonna fix my overalls that I had bought for my costume and go to her room with my niece and my mother in law. Go to my mother in law's room so because that's where she has her sewing machine and stuff. And walk in there, the light starts to flicker in there. What the in her hell? room. So then my niece is sitting down on the bed. My mother-in-law's behind me. I literally put my hand out towards the light and I and I said in Spanish, you need to stop and leave. Light stops flickering. Shut the fuck up. And my 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 uh my niece just looks at me, she's like, Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> I bet. But dude, it was crazy because like I said, I saw that in the the the, the bathroom as I was washing my hands. Go out to the yeah. living room, the light goes out. I walk out of there. I don't know if the light comes back on when we leave or not, but uh-huh. later on when we went back out into the living room, the light was already on. So leave there, go to the room, light starts flickering in there, put my hand out, say you need to stop and you need wow. to leave. And it stops. And it didn't flicker or do anything for the rest of the like the night. I don't like that. I mean, so, I do, but I don't. That's it was crazy. crazy, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a trip. I, yeah. dude, I've been saving that to tell you, dude. <laughs> I've been wanting to tell you since it happened to me last Monday, but I was like, no, 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 no. I need to say this for the podcast. I'd have been like, we're recording early. Yeah, no, that's funny. That's, oh no, yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy cool. Well, okay, see, I, I feel like then, like that was a little bit of a, like a the fear wasn't quite there as much like you felt comfortable enough to be like get your shit get your shit and go kind of thing well no? that's because i had people around me oh well then you when, could probably do an investigation because when i when i was in the bathroom by my or in the the room washing my hands yeah like it took everything in me not to run out of that like of the restroom or mm. of, of that uh room because like I said, I saw it ha- like I saw the thing. I turned around and I just finished washing my hands. I looked back, didn't see anything anymore. Just like okay, we're done. I didn't even dry yeah. my hands. I kind of just like dried them on my pants and I stepped out as soon as like as fast as I could. But as soon as I stepped into the into the uh, living room, maybe a couple seconds and then poof, the light goes out. Ugh. So um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it definitely followed you up. All right, so let's get into our deep dive now, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what this episode was about, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. We, yeah, everything we talked about was necessary. So uh, especially that we will be doing the Dia de los Muertos thing tomorrow, a.k.a. Thursday, a.k.a. November 2nd at... 7 p.m. I don't think I said the time, so 7 p.m. Okay, 7 p.m. I don't even think I put it on the the instagram so i might have to go go edit but well um yeah so i was surprise surprise listening to bigfoot collectors club uh they had an episode recently uh with a guest who has a podcast of his own and one of the things that he talked about in the episode was what we will be talking about today and that is 
the mirrored men. Have you heard about the mirrored men? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think so. Also, there's there's like a mirror man, which I assume is some entity that's like in the mirror, but this is mirrored men, as in more than one. Um, and you'll I'll get into why they are called that. Um, but uh, so this episode's going to be very, like I mentioned before, experience heavy. So I'm going to be talking about uh, three different experiences that happened that kind of like, I feel like laid a little bit of the foundation of what or like maybe lit the, the fuse kind of sort of situation. Um, and because again, it's fairly new uh, and there. There are or people are starting to come forward with their experiences, but, you know, obviously part of it's almost like, oh, well, now they're making it up because they heard this. But I have, <clears throat> excuse me, I have stories of inst- instances that happened years before and in completely different countries and were posted years before, like this guy's podcast came out. So um, yes and no, not saying that everyone's telling the truth and no- nothing is made up, but um you know, I think there are some some real or true accounts. Um, and yeah, another reason for wanting to do this was I just kind of wanted to bring it to people's attention be- since it is on the newer-ish side. And, and, I, and I mean newer as in like the last two, three years, um, two years, if, if that really, I think. I don't remember when this, well, actually this episode probably came back, came out a few years ago already at this point. Um, but yeah, the podcast is called Monsters Among Us. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. Uh, it, I, I think I just, so. Yeah, I think I think I mentioned it recently because at this point now, I've just kind of been trying to binge it, and they have like fifteen seasons, sixteen seasons actually. Um, but the host is Derek Hayes, and he's the one that coins the the name the Marriage Men. And yeah, well, once you kind of hear the original story or the origin story or the one that again lit the fuse and kind of got the bowl ball rolling you'll understand why he gave them that name but also yeah just go i think monsters among us has obviously been around for quite a while and um all the yeah pretty much every single episode that i've listened to is is great so yeah give it a try if you want something spooky to listen to it's just people calling in with with their experiences um so unfortunately i forgot to write the original storyteller's name down um, because I was kind of sort of transcribing-ish to an extent. Uh, but again, just go listen to Monsters Among Us. If you type in Married Men, there's like a billion episodes. It'll come out. Um, but anyway, the original story, uh, he was a brand new podcast. So he was asking like friends and family to to call in kind of, kind of like we did at the beginning where it's like, do you want to be a guest? And do you want to give us a story of high strangeness? And he wanted this specific fr- friend to call in his experience because he remembers his friend telling him and it was super creepy and sure enough, like when he shared it, just as bad. So it happened a little over 20 years ago and the caller said he was about like 10 or 12 years old and he had just moved into a, a new house in a new neighborhood. Like they were just building out the subdivision, I guess, or the neighborhood, you know, how mm-hmm. sometimes there's brand, some brand new houses, some that are brand new, but unoccupied. And then there's just like mounds of dirt and like pipes and dirt. houses and like different, you know. Yeah. So States it was built. Yes, exactly. Um, and his family uh, had, had just moved there and they were probably 
living there for about a year, he said, um, before he had this experience. So he'd already been there a little while. He said it was about late spring or early summer and that the details as far as like or exact details, um, you know, like when did it happen as far as like a time of year, he, he couldn't really remember. But, um, you know, the main part of the experiences are still pretty clear in his head. He said that he was asleep in his room one night and suddenly he woke up and not like he was jolted awake or anything, but he just eyes open. He was wide awake now. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. It's super weird, right? Um, But he looked over at his clock and it was about two in the morning and he felt this weird need to like go to his bedroom window and look out the window. Uh, He had absolutely no idea why. It's not something that he ever really did, but that's what he wanted to do. So he crouches down uh, and he could have stood up and looked out the window, but he just kind of wanted to get like comfortable and was looking like the bottom part of the window, I guess. So he crouches down and he's looking out the window and he kind of just like looks out, you know, at in the distance uh, towards the corner of, of like the end of the street over there, you know, a ways away. Yeah. He's looking down the street and he sees these three figures walking away from his house. So they're like about two or 300 yards away. So, um, so they're pretty far and he stares at them for a moment and and he's watching them and he notices he can't really see the details of them. He just knows that their figures are humanoid, you know, figures. Um, and the street light is shining nearby, but it's just not enough to, to give him enough light to see full details. But he could see the dark outlines and he could tell that they were people. Uh, then he starts to notice that they're moving, but... They're moving in unison, like every step that one takes, like they're all moving just exactly the same. Like if their arms are swinging, Mm. all of their arms are swinging and they're not in a completely like straight line, like a conga line kind of thing. It's almost like diagonal, like they're all going straight, but it's like, you know, um, like like stairs, I guess, like just kind of down and back at an angle. Um. Yeah, so he noticed that they're they're moving in unison, not in a straight line, but almost like at an angle or diagonal. Um, they're very, very slow, like almost like they're gliding down the street and moving in slow motion. And he's looking and he's looking and all of a sudden they stop. And even though he couldn't make out their faces or any details, he just sees them like crane their neck and turn around to look at him. And he says on the call, like, I don't know if you can make eye contact with something that doesn't have a face, but it felt like we made eye contact. And whatever these things were, he knew that they knew that he was looking at them. Yeah, like it it was that was very clear. Um, And then all of a sudden he just blanks out and not like passes out like falls asleep or, you know, like literally he like blinks and it's like the next thing you know, his face is on leaning against the window and he's in the same position that he was when he was looking out the window uh, when he was watching them. But now it's nine o'clock in the morning. And if you remembered, he woke up and did all that. No, he will. It was almost seven hours. He woke up at two o'clock in the morning, was like, I need to go look out my window, crouched down, you know, to kind of get comfortable and was looking at his window, 
made eye contact with these things, literally had like forehead to the window, like knocks out, passes mm. out, like whatever it may be. But that's what he was saying. He's like, it didn't feel like I passed out. Like it didn't go black. Like he literally just blinked and it was nine o'clock. Like it was bright daylight. Yeah. Out. Um, so yeah, I mean, he just, what? I don't know why I had, like, I was thinking seven this entire time. Like I was thinking seven. I don't know why I thought maybe 7 a.m. Seven hours. Know, yeah. But, but you hadn't said that before, right? No, I just said yeah. two and nine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was his experience. He said, like, he didn't tell anybody because, I mean, it was just, it was weird. Uh, and he couldn't explain it. And he was pretty certain that, you know, his parents were just going to kind of blow him off. And he never had any other experience like that. He never saw them again. It was just this one time weird instance of seeing these three uh, figures or humanoid figures and then, like, blacking out missing time and he's awake and yeah seven hours later um that's crazy dude yeah so i i listened to that first one and that was kind of the the first time i guess in his podcast that uh you know experience like this happened like usually people call in it's like oh it's bigfoot or chupacabras or aliens or ghosts and it's it's things that we've heard or that we know of but this phenomenon i guess or this experience in particular was like what do you what do you put that under? You know, what do you label that? And mm-hmm. so after the story was aired, all of a sudden, a ton of similar experiences started coming in. And he's trying to, you know, do research, trying to figure out, like, if these things already have a name. He can't find a name for them. And um, so he's like, all right, well, I'm going to name them. And so that's where he comes up with the marriage men because they marry each other's movements. Like they're exactly alike. They move exactly alike. Um, So yeah, the married men. All right. So there is, yeah. So I told you that there is an earlier encounter that happened in a completely different country um, that kind of went along with and kind of backed, um, backed up some of these, you know, encounters or experiences. Yeah, claims, things like that. Uh, And they're pretty similar. So this actually happened in Australia in the late 90s. And there was this now now retired police officer in Australia who was out patrolling on his motorcycle. And uh, I guess, you know, there's a lot of like dust and dirt. So he pulls over so that he can clean his visor. And the road was quiet and he was, you know, cleaning, cleaning off his visor and he hears this faint sound of an engine kind of off in the distance. So he drives towards it and the sound, uh, you know, gets louder and louder and he comes across this old black 1953 Chevy. Uh, It's just going around in circles, like doing donuts, like over and over and over again, just in circles. So he tries to get closer so you can try and see the driver. But, like, maybe the driver's hurt and just kind of, you know, like, hunched over, like, foot on the gas or, like, yeah. whether it's shot or a heart attack or something. So he's trying to get close to the car. But there's so much dirt being kicked up that he can't actually see into the car. So he kind of waves over for the vehicle to, you know, see, like, hey, like, stop the vehicle. And he knows, like, at this point, the driver ha- has to have seen him already um, and and recognize that he's a cop. So he should, you know. Stop, stop doing the illegal thing yeah um 
As he gets closer, though, he gets this cold chill that runs down his spine. And he can now see that there's two very large people inside, like absurdly tall. And they had super duper long hair. So he's like, oh, they're women because only women can have long hair, guys. Uh, finally, the car stops. And he said that the sight of the, the stopped car scared him even more. Like he didn't even know like what was going to happen, but he was already just feeling awful Terrified. about it. Yeah. And he even like literally considered just turning around and saying like, fuck this and taking off. But he's an officer, so he didn't. And once the, the dust settles, he orders the people to get out of the car and they don't move. So he gets frustrated and yells again, you know, orders them to get out of the car a second time. And they do. But when they stepped out, he said that their faces were expressionless. And yeah, that they're at least like seven foot tall, um, absurdly tall. And the weirdest thing was that they looked exactly alike. They looked like carbon copies of each other, carbon copies of each other. And they had these sunglasses. This this was like a weird part to me that well, this other guy didn't you know talk about too much detail because he couldn't see. But uh, these guys had sunglasses that were like mirrored. You know how sunglasses can have that finish that you can yeah, yeah. see off. Uh, but they would change colors. And he said that they Polarized. even made they that they even made a sound though that like a machine like whirring or like ringing. Uh, mm -hmm. But only when, like, the sun was reflected off of it. And when that wasn't happening, uh, the sunglasses would change to, like, will reflect uh, red or blue or green. Like, they were just reflecting different colors as well. So something was going on with the, the sunglasses. They weren't just, yeah, like, polarized sunglasses, um, especially with that mechanical sound coming from them, you know. And so he demands that they step away from the vehicle and as they do, he notices that they step away in sync with each other. Uh, and they're just, again, marrying each other. And, like, the creepier part uh, is that, well, they they wore, like, super disheveled shirts and disheveled, sorry, dis disheveled shirts and, and jeans, like, all ripped up. And they both had a belt. Um, but they start walking towards him. And of course, he's like, stop. Right. Uh, and they don't listen. But he, so he pulls out his gun and points it at them. And they seem just completely unfazed that he, you know, has a gun at them. Mm -hmm. And they start moving away from each other. And I don't know how to. I'll try my very best to describe it. I think I can. Uh, but he. <laughs> uh, where was I? So they start moving away from each other, uh, but at an angle as if to, like, go on either side of the officer, basically. Mm -hmm. And they they keep walking in that direction until they do end up kind of on either side forming a straight line, right? So he's trying to look at both of them and he's freaking out, like, okay, well, if one of them attacks, do I have time to defend myself from the other one? See, at this point, like, that's, that's already... No, dude, like, as soon as I saw that, like... This is from my Taekwondo. Uh, <laughs> Got to line know, them up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Experience starts to kick in. And if they're trying to move to get me in the middle, I'm starting yeah. to back up and trying to rotate to to line them up. Like, I'm not waiting for them to get me in between them and then start thinking, okay, how am I going to handle this? No, dude, you already fucked up by being in the middle. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. And, and he said that, or he says that he, he wasn't, 
like obviously he was terrified and he was really nervous mm-hmm. but he was like well i'm the one with the gun like they don't have a gun so he felt like they weren't as much of a threat but yeah, yeah i mean i agree Wick either though yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like i i definitely wouldn't want to give somebody my back um Mm-mm. so yeah that's that's hard they you know they finally like line up and get on either side of him and he's freaking out and they just keep walking and walk and walk and walk and they move away from the officer again still in total unison until they get about 20 yards away um and then they stop to look at him and they turn their heads and turn their head and turn their heads and turn their heads until they have done a complete 180 and they keep walking off until they disappear 180 like they're walking away from him so the cop is behind them now Uh and they just like turn but complete like to their their back is now their chest basically Mm. so 180 um and they're staring at him and they're staring at him as they continue to walk away their heads uh, completely dude, turned out. Crazy, yeah, dude. I know. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Um, and so yeah, they they do complete one eighty, or they they walk away. Uh, he's so like freaked out, but relieved that they've left. That he like falls to his knees, and he's just like sick to his stomach, and he's like, "I'm about to throw up." So he like closes his eyes, like "fuck this," um, and when he opens them. Seven hours passed. It's nighttime. And he's still in the kneeling position. So, yeah, more missing time. That's weird, dude. Yeah. And it's, and I it's, I mean, they just, but these look so much different also from like that first or the first story that you told. Well, that's the thing is in that first story, like he, he didn't see details. Remember, it was yeah. too dark. He couldn't, he just saw that oh. they were like humanoid yeah. figures, but yeah, it's because it, again, in my head, it was, I don't know why I was, I kept thinking it was seven in the morning. So like in my head, when now you were describing everything, it, there was, it was light out. Oh, N- no, there was, so it was like dark figures. Yeah. There was a street light, uh, mm-hmm. but it wasn't giving off enough. Like it was just enough to see that it was three figures, but not mm-hmm. enough to get details, basically. Mm. So this is, you know, they like I said, um, well, hold on, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's nighttime. Um, there's missing time with him, a, a drastic amount of missing time, and he just gets back on his bike, gets the fuck out of there, <laughs> and waits until retirement to finally come forth with this story because he was like, I don't want to lose my job or people think I'm crazy and. Yeah, and you know what's crazy to me too is that I feel like at some point they would have like radioed in and been like, "Hey, uh, you know, you need to check in. You know, how's everything going? You good?" But I'm not a cop, so I don't know how that works. Well, that's like the really creepy thing about a lot of these stories, and even just missing time stories in general is like, yeah, like people. I remember this one story of like this little girl. I don't know. She was like walking home, went into the forest, saw some things, and then when she came back out, it felt like maybe 15 minutes tops that she had done that detour uh and then when she got home oh no her mom she was walking back home it was darker and uh her mom was like in the car and just starts yelling at her like where the you know f for you and oh my gosh and that everyone's looking for you and she's like why well, you know i'm we trying to try to tell podcast, her. i know yeah but i was like she <laughs> uh that she tries to tell her mom like what she saw and experienced. And of course her mom's just like, I don't want to hear it. Like you're in trouble. You're grounded. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what happens a lot of the time is like it, they blink, you know, it's a fraction of time and, but it's, 
you know, five, six, seven hours have passed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm saying like, I'm not saying him. I'm saying it surprises me that nobody like radioed him or to see, you know, where he was or how he was doing it. I don't know if they have to check in every so often uh, or they just go about their day and, you know, if they don't come back at the end of shift, if then they start to worry or, or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I know his, like him missing time, like, but he doesn't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but like his station or whatever, it, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I was just giving a reference of like how that right. mom is like panicking because she's looking for her daughter, but mm-hmm. the daughter's like, I haven't even been gone that long. Uh, yeah. but yeah, so, um, that was this, uh, this story came forth, I guess, because a, a listener of the Monsters Among Us podcast kind of told Derek Hayes, the host, like, hey, I've heard a story, uh, about something similar and it's actually, oh, fuck, I didn't write it down, did I? This is actually, um... A YouTube story or a story that you can find on YouTube. Let me. I, I just want to be able to credit it, um, so that you guys can also go watch it and find it if you want to. It's called "Not Human: An Encounter in the Outback Paranormal Story." So yeah, if you guys want to check out that video on YouTube, and it it just goes, you know, or it tells this this story that I just told you guys. And again, this also that experience happened in the early '90s, so way before uh, this guy, you know, the original or the first story that I read to you, like before he had his experience. So, what do they look like? I know I only told you two stories so far, um, but I'm not joking when I tell you there's like starting to to become a lot and. Um, if you just type in married men, a lot of those experiences are going to come out on Monsters Among Us. And you can find them in other places, but he's the one that talks about them the most. So if you want to go through and listen to, to all those experiences as well, this that's where I kind of got my information or compiled this list of, of what they look like. Um, so they're usually about three men, sometimes two. For the most part, it's three. Uh, I feel like when it comes down to two, then it's like, well, are they just not men in black? But I guess men in black also come in threes. They have sunglasses sometimes, as we just read in this last one. And then they usually wear like outdated suits or just, yeah, disheveled clothes um, or like cloaks with hoods on them. Their faces are usually expressionless. And their mouths are super thin and stretched out like a bullfrog. So they're like wider than normal. So it's just a little upsetting (laughs) to see. And they have dark eyes, sometimes like bigger and like bulging. And uh, a lot of the times they'll be like holding an object in their hand. And like it's, I've heard a couple of different variations, whether that it looked like a, a bat or like some sort of club. Another one was like almost something <clears throat> something with like a sparkler at the end or some sort of like light uh, sparkle at the end kind of thing. Um, and that part is where? The sparkler thing? That part is they're, they're holding an object in their hand. Oh, okay. And so one one story said like a bat or a club. Another story said like some sort of like stick like a baton with like a, a 
some sort of like sparkle or light or like electricity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, every case always involves some sort of missing time that's like hours not long, not just like five minutes, but hours. Uh, like I mentioned, they kind of have hints of men in black experiences. And then some tend to show up during weird weather, like maybe it's colder than it's supposed to be at a certain time or there's like a crazy windstorm or snowstorm. Uh, 99% of the reports have them witnessed in like rural areas areas or woods. Um, there's typically trees around or like this guy was saying, like it's a brand new subdivision, you know, stuff is being built out, but it wasn't overpopulated. Uh, so it, it tends to seem like they don't come into the city. So I think we're safe or where it's overpopulated. Uh, unlike the men in black or the black eyed kids who will show up literally at your door. Maybe tonight. Who knows? Maybe not. Not you, though, Eric. You're protected. Talking, talking to your listeners. <laughs> um, they seem to appear all over the states, too. Like, these stories don't have a specific, like, oh, that's an East Coast thing or a West Coast thing. And, well, like I said, the story I just mentioned has them in, in Australia. Australia. So it's like, and there's also kind of a similar phenomena or entity in the Philippines and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's it's everywhere. And so really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. When you described it, like, this is, like, the first thing that came to my mind. Because he's got these sunglasses that are, like, polarized. This is from an anime, I think, called Helsing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the name of the character. Um, he's got, like, these polarized glasses. I, I'm assuming he's, like, a vampire oh. uh, based off of Helsing. I don't know if it's, like, a Van Helsing type Van thing Helsing. or what it is. I, I'm, not, I'm not into anime, so I couldn't tell you i'm sure it's, if our listeners are listening they probably know who I'm talking probably about. but uh yeah he's got like this huge ass like grin and it's just like really big and his teeth are like, kind of sharp and he's got these mm. polarized glasses and his suit is really <laughs> outdated for like the times now yeah and he wears this mm-hmm. red hat and so when you were talking about it like it reminded me of that hmm. well they didn't have a red yeah, hat sorry but no were- no they did have crazy sunglasses. Uh, the yeah, the other thing toad that mounts. toad mounts, yeah. The only hold on. Oh, the only other thing that I was gonna say about kind of their you know what they look like or what they do is that it seems like every single time they're seen, it's like they draw people to to look at them. Like people are like, I need to go look out my window now. Like there there's an, another story about this kid and his friend were playing video games and he's like, I I need to go look out the window. And he does. And he sees them, you know, kind of blacks out or falls asleep, has that missing time. And the friend does too. And they're like, what the fuck? Like you've been playing like the sun's coming up. Like it shouldn't be this late. And yeah. Anyway, some missing time or, or being called to, to, to look at them and then actually making eye contact with them. So I wanted to read this last experience, too, because um, it just kind of unsettled me also, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of another example of, of what these things do. But so this caller doesn't give his name, um, but he said that he was deer hunting. Um, I know nothing really about deer hunting, so there's going to be kind of some terms that I'll explain a little bit or pieces of equipment, I guess. 
but uh yeah the caller was out deer hunting and he was up in uh it's, it was called a, a climbing tree stand that is i guess 15 feet off the ground and i think i'd talk about it a little bit later but just to mention like you actually tree house yeah, it's like a treehouse, but this stand in particular, I guess, in order to get that tall, you have to like climb it and build it at the same time. Like that's how you get up it and how you get down it. Like you have to use the the tree stand itself to get up and down. You can't just jump down because again, it's 15 feet off the ground. Yeah. And he says that it was around, you know, three o'clock and he goes into detail about all the things that he does to cover his scent because um, he's trying to make a point that um his scent is covered he's been super quiet and when you're i guess blended into the wilderness the wildlife can't smell you or see you so the forest gets really loud because they're like all right there's no predators like we can just live um and it's when they can see you or hear you that they get super quiet yeah and like everything goes quieter and like maybe you might hear like some morning calls but it's just not as lively so he that's important for later. Uh, he was looking for deer when he saw these figures kind of stalking through the woods, like a predator who is, you know, trying not to attract attention. So they're trying to be all stealthy. And he thought they were hunters for a bit. And he noticed they weren't wearing any like brightly colored hun- hunting gear, which is like a huge no-no when no, hunting. No. Yeah. He was yeah. like, that's literally a suicide. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, suicide, I'm not a yeah. hunter. I've never been hunting, but seen enough hunting shows. Yeah. When he says, you know, especially during during deer season, like even more so, like that's just not smart. So, yeah, he was super annoyed uh, because he was like, well, they're going to they're spooking all the wildlife like they're spooking the deer and everything. Uh, and, you know, all this hard work that he had done to mask his scent and blend into to the forest for hours. Um, but then he realized that the wildlife hadn't stopped, hadn't stopped. So, you know, kind of alluding to the point that the wildlife aren't noticing these three figures. They're not somehow not disturbing them or making noise or they're just unfazed by them. Uh, They weren't moving towards him, but kind of at an angle in his direction. Not the same like angle situation that I was telling you about earlier, but just um, they weren't going to come directly at him, basically, but he could still see them. So they reached this clearing and that's when he notices that they moved in sync with each other, like almost like they're doing choreography or he said like soldiers marching. But it was even more than that because. Dude, that's just so fucking like to think about is so unsettling. Like, <laughs> yeah, you I know, know. <laughs> watching these figures move into a clearing at the same kind of, you know. Yeah. Moving well, the same. It's yeah. OK, sorry. And- no, 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 you're good. No, there's this theory that I kind of like, and it makes it a little less unsettling. But yeah, well, I'll tell you that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so he notices that they're all moving in sync and like like literally every single movement, like down to like their hands or fingers, like whatever is moving, all of it is identical. And they're moving again, super slowly, like as if they're moving through jello or you know pudding or something they're also all dressed the same in what looked like he said brown tweed suits so just kind of random but you know another some sort of suit and again 
I know I'm only giving you three instances where one, he couldn't tell, two, it was t-shirt and jeans, and now three, it's tweed suits. And you're like, how is that a similarity? Like, you have to just listen to the other <laughs> other uh, experiences, and it's there's a slight theme there. But uh, so he brings his gun up to his face just to be able to, you know, get a closer look and, and look through his scope. And then when he sees that, it's when things got even weirder, as if they weren't already. The moment that he raised his scope, everything in the woods went silent. Like even like like nothing was making noise. Oh, dude. And the thing was, he was like, I like just lifting like my scope from like here to here, you know, like it wasn't it's not like he made a whole bunch of noise. So it was that shouldn't have been enough to disturb the woods that they would, you know, all of a sudden go quiet. But when he looks through the scope, they're looking at him. That's when they stopped their forward movement and they slowly begin turning their heads towards him as if like one mind was controlling all three of them. And so he sees all three men and they looked, they looked off like they, you know, their, their features were like the spacing was off. And again, the mouth was too long. He should have pulled the trigger. (laughs) (laughs) kind of like a bullfrog and the last thing that he remembers is them locking eyes with him in his tree stand or the tree stand like he you know he couldn't tell he was like fuck i wore this bright orange hat like that's what's gonna get me killed and Mm um uh so they yeah locked eyes with his his tree stand and next thing you know the sun was gone and he was no longer on the tree stand he was on the ground and yeah and he was on the floor and like he wasn't hurt he's like oh shit okay maybe i fell right but uh he had no injuries like if you fall 15 feet from you know this tree stand like you're gonna have some bump or bruise or scrape or broken something or concussed right um but nothing he was perfectly fine the weird thing is that his gun was butt up like barrel down buried in the ground like stuck in the mud so he's like, either I somehow fell and dropped it just right, or like something did that intentionally, like yeah. you know. Um, and you know how I mentioned about the the tree stands earlier, about or he mentions it's you have to climb it climb to actually down. use it. So yeah, if you want to get down, you have to use you know the tree stand again. It's so high up too. If you fall, like you, yeah, you're gonna get injured. He, he checks his phone, and before, again, it was like 3 o'clock. It's now 11.17 at night. So he lost like eight hours. And he's like, fuck this. He literally leaves his tree stand and just takes off. Also, it's super late at night, so he's like, I don't even, I just, I don't even know what just happened. I just want to get out of here. Uh, and he goes back the next day with a friend and to, to get a stand, and his friend's like making fun of him, like, ooh, like, how did you leave your whole ass tree stand here? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Sure. And he bitch, didn't. You weren't here. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that that one was weird, too. Just like, because, yeah, it's that, like, you blink and then missing time. Like, what happens in that missing time? That's insane. I don't, I, I, I don't know why missing time. I hate missing time so much. I guess it's like that unknown of, like, you don't know what happens to you. Yeah. So there's a few theories of what they could be. 
One of them I've already kind of mentioned was uh, Men in Black because um, they have the similar thing to like they wear suits. There's multiple men. They're human looking, but something is off. And then there's, you know, that missing time. But I feel like typically like people don't remember as vividly what happens with with these, you know, Men in Black versus I guess these people, these experiences that they had are, are pretty like clear still and vivid. So Men in Black is kind of one but the thing is, like, it's not, they're not necessarily happening after, like, a spaceship has landed or something. Like, it's just random. Like, they, you come across them or they, they have you come look at them, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the other theory, of course, is that they're aliens and uh, a lot of abduction encounters talk about missing time, obviously. And, you know, aliens kind of moving in sync. Then there's the theory that they're fae, which again that missing time or like missing 411 about how people just kind of disappear this you know could be that which like, one of these theories was gonna make me feel better because none of these are making me feel any better but oh it's this last one okay <laughs> is that um that it's actually something interdimensional and that maybe because they're from like a different plane you know above ours um when we see them in this plane, they look like three identical beings, but it's just We're because just like one. dimensional change, but like due to the difference in dimensions, it creates three images instead of one, like a, the way a prism can split different colors. Like, so we yeah. see, yeah. It's like if a mirror Which, is broken I mean, and you can kind of, right? Like, I think that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it could kind of, I guess, maybe explain the glasses as well. Yeah. The why you're seeing multiple colors in the glasses yeah like they need that to be able to see in this dimension or something yeah so i i thought i to me that one is a little less like creepy because it's like oh okay technically yes it is one being but it's just like a reflection like loki does sometimes i feel like mm-hmm. um, well i mean it turning its head in 180 is still fucking nuts that's true yeah, and there's the the last theory too, I guess, was that they're travelers from another time, but yeah. Um but yeah, I like guess it could 50s. be that too, but Yeah, we'll see. That's like the the Tweed weird thing, suits, I guess. Blue jeans and t-shirts. 1953 Chevy, like yeah. So I don't know. But <laughs> I'll I'll leave you with this tiny short uh little experience i guess but there was this caller who mentioned that his dad used to talk about these entities uh, but they weren't obviously called the mirror men but it sounded pretty eerily familiar to what the description of the mirror men were and his dad used to say uh, if you ever see three men moving in a funny sort of way all the same look away and walk away calm as you can like you didn't see anything out of the ordinary just look away and walk away as calm oh, as you can. Dude. I just got chills because I, I I was imagining like you're seeing them and then you, you, you look away to try and walk away, but you didn't do it very calmly. So they know that you saw them. So you turn around, right? And then you they're look right back and they're right in your face, dude. <laughs> oh. So I, I, like I said, I mean, I've been <laughs> listening to this other podcast and I'd come across, you know, these episodes of The Married Men and thought that it was something fun that we can kind of deep dive and talk about and maybe bring 
to the forefront of the paranormal and see if there's anybody else with experiences like this. And what do you think? Pretty interesting. Creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the twisting heads that kind of do it for me. I guess the facial features, like it, it is always really off putting when someone's like face propor- proportions aren't right. <laughs> but isn't Listen, that like it, it something embedded? To me when I was in football. Okay. I mean, not when I was in football, when I was playing football, my eyes a little off. Okay. I'm not oh, symmetrical. <laughs> no, but I think that is a, a thing that's just embedded in, our human brains about um when something symmetry no like we no we look for things that are weird that like it's like wait you're not human so you're a threat like what are you um like when we like certain wax figures <laughs> like just being all weird or like robots or things that just they're like almost realistic but there's something like maybe like the subtle movements of the face and stuff that are just not quite captured yeah. i was gonna say dude we do it with humans too it's like wait you're different than me you're a threat yeah i mean yeah it's true but yeah but I, know I don't what know you mean. it's 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 i don't know man it's definitely unsettling just the the way like again that you're seeing them move just that slow kind of movement and then just you know, having them turn ever so slowly around to stare. Oh, God. Yeah. Dude. Fuck all that. <sighs> no. Yeah. I mean, luckily, the only thing that's happened is lost time. You know? Nobody's. Oh. Fully being murdered or, like, abducted. Yeah. Well, that we know of. True. Because I guess if. if they have been abducted or murdered, we wouldn't hear their stories anyway. True. So, again, guys, I know we mentioned this at the beginning and right before we started the deep dive, but if you haven't heard last uh, the episode that we did with Generation X Paranormal, it is anywhere you listen to podcasts and on their YouTube channel. It's Generation X Paranormal. Uh, and tomorrow... We will be doing a live with them on their YouTube channel uh, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So it's 7 p.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow, November the 2nd for Dia de los Muertos. We'll be doing a Dia de los Muertos episode. Uh, And again, if you want to send in your stories, you can join the live. And I believe the chat's going to be going, so you could probably... uh, listen to or you know share your story there in chat it might be moving maybe not i don't know we'll see hopefully we can catch them and pause and read it (laughs) um if not you can also um send your stories to info at gxparanormal.com uh write them in like you would for our stories of of high strangeness and we can read those uh as well so definitely check that out tomorrow it's gonna be a good time like i said it's always fun to talk to them Uh, i feel like we vibe really well with them yeah uh so yeah if you guys want to talk contact us go ahead and check out our website at webelievedyou.com on the website there's a tab where you can find all our social media so make sure you go like follow and share on facebook or instagram 
There's also a listen tab where you can listen to, to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite favorite podcast listening site, such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we will read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a, a variety of t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the Contact Us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our Stories of High Strangeness, and if you send them in in Spanish, we'll translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us, because we believe. Do you? Do you?